you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a band that is uh, new to, not new to me, but new to the podcast. I, I know you've been around for a very long time, and I think that's kind of where I wanted to start with. Uh, there's, there's four of you here. Uh, for people listening to the audio version, it's going to be kind of hard to tell who's speaking. So I think the best way to start this off is if the four of you want to introduce yourselves, and then just give a bit of background about, uh, first of all, what you do in the band, and the band's history itself. Because, um, like I said, I've definitely seen the name uh, Ash and the Arsonists for a long time, but uh, I don't actually know what the history is and how long you've been a unit. So... Whoever wants to start off, uh, who you are, what you do in the band, and then we can kind of get into some of the background. Well, let's let the namesake go first. Ash, you go. Uh, my name's Ash. I uh, I play guitar. I try to sing. <laughs> uh, I try to write. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, my name is Howard Manshine, and I Draft testicles. No, I'm sorry. My name is Matt Dara, actually, the first one and only. And I am the beat purveyor in Ash the Arsonist. I'm the drummer, and I'm here to expunge on that further and other things we got going on right now as of late, et cetera, et cetera. On to the next guy. Perfect. Who's next? I guess I'll go. I'm Joe. I'm the new guy. I uh, joined the band in uh, July of 2023. I play guitar, um, try to play guitar, at least the bass set. <laughs> Uh, just rip the solos and try to keep the show going. Cool. I'm uh, Matt Curry. I'm the other Matt in the band. Uh, I play bass. Uh, I joined about uh, four years ago uh, when they were looking for a bass player. So uh, that was obviously an awkward time to join, if you remember what was going on about That's four right. years ago. But uh <laughs> made pretty good sense. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. And then how long has this actually been a bit of band? Because like I said, I've seen the name a lot. Um, just like, you know, show show posters and things like that and it's you you've been around at least for a while now so what is the kind of the history uh, of this group um it just started when uh i hate to start there but it's when around the time when my mom passed uh i was doing a lot of um i don't know just trying to figure stuff out and uh i started writing songs and stuff and uh, I entered a, I remember I entered a song, uh, uh, what do you call it? The NCI, uh, contest there, the same contest. Okay. I entered that and, uh, I just happened to place, uh, place third there. That was a good, uh, you know, boost there. And that helped me to, uh, gave me a little more confidence to want to go out and actually try sing, you know, uh, for, before that, that was just in a bunch of cover bands and stuff and. 
uh, that stuff was really working out. Yeah. And then, uh, when I finally, uh, decided to change gears and, uh, try oh, to write some music, uh, my brother and my cousin at the time, they, uh, they joined me and they wanted to, uh, come along for the ride, you know? And, uh, we were very lucky very early on because, uh, you know, uh, we got on, uh, like festivals, like, uh, a street fest there, the, what was it? Uh, Sherbrooke. What's in Sherbrooke? This, uh, roaming thing there. The Osborne? Like, uh, on, Canada, on Canada Day there. The Os- Osborne Street Festival? There's no, still four planet on too, the Wild Planet one. We're at the Wild Planet one. Yeah, we got uh, harassing Roman to let us come play on there. And because he, uh, he knew I wasn't from Winnipeg, he kept saying, he was like, are you sure you're going to make it the day of? I was like, yes, I'm going to make it. Make it. So, uh, yeah, we got lucky there. And then uh, you know, over time, I had uh, relatives in the band. Uh, when I moved out here, though, uh, my, uh, my brother and my cousin had a hard time you know, uh, trying to keep it going because they lived out of town. So, uh, eventually I just kept going and going. And then, you know, my cousins just said, you know, I was like, I give you my blessing. It's like, you should just keep going. And so I did. And, you know, and now we're, we're here. <laughs> cool. cool. Uh, just, just to go back to what you said right at the beginning there about the NCI song contest. I mean, listening to what your band sounds like now and then what I kind of associate with NCI's sort of musical tastes, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily put those two things together. So did you have, I mean, a country background at all or is this, uh, have you always been like a rock guy? I'm from the res. I couldn't avoid it right. even if I tried. <laughs> We're, uh, I grew up like uh, back home, you know, with my, my uh, parents' music and stuff and, you know, country music was always around us all the time. Uh, but... Um, I guess it did have an effect on me, but it wasn't really something that, you know, I really want to listen to. Sure. Like I, I, uh, I, I love, I was so attracted to like, uh, at the time when I was growing up, like, you know, Metallica and Nirvana and all that stuff, that stuff uh, made me super excited. You know, I, I love the noise. Uh, I remember stumbling on, on, uh, you know, smashing pumpkins. Yeah. They're so weird. It was like, what is that? Then alien, you know, and I just thought they were so cool. Yeah. That, you know, the, they were so unique and I just the old sound and everything was so different from where I grew up from that sure. I was just attracted to it so much yeah well maybe that leads yeah. into a question for, for any of you really is is just everyone hates this question but how do you define the type of music you guys play because I mean in listening to it I mean obviously you're a rock band but there's I mean there's all, all rock elements there's heavier stuff where do you sort of place yourselves uh, I guess on the spectrum of, of, of rock subgenres I would split up Sydney uh, in, in more of the hard rock category, uh, especially in some of the, the the songs that aren't re- released yet or haven't been recorded. There's a couple that are very, very heavy. Okay. Uh, but there's also the newer ones that we've been working on recently that are more of that alternative uh, rock style that we, you would hear similar to our previous release song that are just more in that, that genre, uh, that subgenre, I guess, of rock and roll. But I would primarily... Um, list us as a hard rock band. Okay. Do the rest of you agree? Is that sort of where you 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 place the band? Yeah, you know, I was about to just make an interjection on that. Um, you know, I would I would place it. It's just sort of a, a curious thing that you can clearly see all the influences that Ash noticed. Well, Ash put across. Yeah. And and noted that comes through, but at the same time, it's just like 
it's like an intersection is weird between like sort of 2000s-ish. Like it sounds a little bit like from back then, but at the same time, yeah. it sounds like right now. It's it's audios. Yeah. What's that? Sorry to cut you off. I say I'm the oldest one in the band, so yeah. And I'm the youngest. So you have a, you have a, I guess yeah, you have a, be. a wide range then of, of stuff, right? I mean, because you've got the 90s stuff, you've got the 2000s stuff. I mean, uh, you, you mentioned Metallica earlier, and uh, that's a band that's been around for, for decades now. So uh, mm-hmm. I guess you're just kind of like the whole, the whole spectrum of that that heavy hard rock, alt rock, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, just a big old potpourri, and you know, we're just trying to make our own unique sound out of it, and I think it's working. You know, we got some commercial elements to it. We can get heavy. There's all kind of stuff. We're just working on developing our sound, and especially... With this guy you got over here on the right-hand side, we're kicking it up a whole notch and getting into things that are a lot more sophisticated as a result. Cool, cool. Hey, I mean, you can see everybody. I can't see everybody. On this well, see, that's the problem, right? Is when you say right-hand side, I have no idea who's on your right-hand side because I think okay. all of our screens... I'm talking about Joe. We're talking about Joe. That's <laughs> who we mean. Right on. The, uh, yeah, when, when they brought me in, they could bring it the... Because uh, my old background is a player. I grew up loving the 80s. Okay. Um, and the band, Ash, when Ash brought me in, was because he didn't want to do the solos anymore, didn't want to be playing the leads. And they brought me in to do that. And in turn, I've brought my influences, which is all throughout the 80s, of the super shredders of the 80s. So George Lynch, Paul Gilbert, bringing in uh, Van Halen style, since you could have yeah, got all the Van Halen gear beside me, which I went a little crazy with. But bringing in the, the shred style solos has really, I think, progressed our sound a little bit and made it so... We're bringing back the flavors from the 80s and the 90s, and we're bringing back that that guitar-centric, uh, guitar-driven music. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's we'll a good sound new.
I can't think of the last time I heard something that was uh, recent by a mainstream band that had a guitar solo, right? I mean, it seems like that 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 guitar sort of guitar music sound has has been disappearing. I mean, obviously, underground bands is just guitar solos left and right, but you oh, know, yeah. in the mainstream, that that whole idea of the guitar being sort of the driving force is it seems to be slipping, which is kind of too bad. Um, as someone who also grew up on a lot of these bands that we've been talking about, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 weird actually to turn on the radio now and. It's like verse, chorus, verse, over. <laughs> You're missing yeah. like a key element there. TikTok portions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. that maybe brings up a question though, is is how do you, I mean, how do you promote yourselves as a band in this day and age? Because we're in an era now where you basically have to be your own, uh, not only the creative part of things, but you have to do the marketing, you have to do the social media, the, all that stuff. How, how does that work for you guys in this weird universe we're in? Okay, well, I'll take this question because I do do a lot of the social media and the content here. I mean, let's take it back to just after I just joined the band and then Courage just joined the band. So we're talking like 2019, 20. COVID hits. So I was just, we were in a band called Twang Bomb, me and him okay. at the same time. And I had just joined Ash the Arsonist. And I was in a cover band with Boisterous with Ash as well. So I had that rolling and then all of a sudden, okay, everything shuts down. Now what are we going to do? Well, so I'm sitting here like, okay, I can either sit here and languish and I know many people that were just sitting around like in the music community that were just like, okay, they just didn't feel motivated because they just had everything taken from them. Yeah. Or I could just make something of this. I, I hopped on Instagram because I was already doing music reviews and just started doing like a whole bunch of little short clip drum covers, like sh- like TikTok size little drum clips per week. And what that graduated into from there, besides, you know, graduating from Instagram into Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all this stuff. I've put something together called Collabo Season, which has involved everybody that you see here in this band in various capacities as a band and just in, you know, in various episodes. I've reached out to people in the United States, yeah. in Spain, in Colombia, you know, just people all across the Winnipeg music scene. If you look at my YouTube channel, it's there. So I just, I made a cottage industry out of online content because for a couple of years, of course, it's all I had. And it's still continuing, but for right now, you know, but right now, like we're able to get back and 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 play live. So this circles back to what are we doing with ourselves and the arsonists? As I was learning the the tricks of the trade and figuring these things out, you know, I was just showing some of these things to Ash and saying, well, okay, look, we gotta we gotta do this. We gotta get on TikTok. We gotta do X, Y, and Z to really enhance a profile here. I was just pushing that along to him and yeah. just you know, he was asking questions and you know. <laughs> just trying to move things along and whatever, just taking the oats. And I think our main thing is- Begrudgingly, I say, <laughs> you're the one who got me to get the TikTok. I didn't want to get the TikTok. It's you know? so important though. <laughs> I know. Just like, okay. so yeah, just yeah. basically like any other band, just put putting your clips up there, little content, little features. Like we did something over Christmas, just doing the, the Silent Night video. Yeah. Just something a little fun or whatever. And we also did a Venge Sevenfold cover with some of the guys from Plaintiff's Ghost. Like, it's stuff like that. So just just like we're doing with our own music style, trying to make it ours, is that we're trying to keep up with what you need to do online with all this stuff, but also be creative and be fun and add our own quirks and personality into it. And I think that will hopefully give us a lot of success for the foreseeable future. Well, I think, you, I think you're right in that that's, um, that's one of the ways you can, you can make yourselves um, stand out, right? Because... Everyone is online. Everyone's pumping constant music at you, like twenty four seven. The amount of stuff out there, it, it is fantastic, but it also makes it harder to find 
the really good stuff because you're kind of yeah. inundated. But yeah, if you have like a creative yeah. way of keeping your name out there and then keeping your face out there and everything, that's that's a good way to do it. Um, I just wanted right. to kind of switch to, you know, we're talking about the pandemic. Now shows are happening again. Hopefully that stays the case for a while. Um, yes. You have some stuff coming up and I think maybe this is a, a very awkward segue into talking about that. I mean, I know you have new music uh, coming out very soon and some big shows. So maybe let's just start with the, uh, you have a single that's uh, dropping shortly. Yes, we did announce. Yes, we just announced it today. It's called Bleed. Uh, it was recorded at Bedside Studios along with some other stuff that we've been working on. It's going to be out on February 23rd. We're playing Festival du Voyageur on February 22nd at the Snow Tent, 630. Tent du come on down. So you're going to hear that live and some of the other stuff we've been working on. And then that comes out the next day and there will be a music video, cool. more, which we will be shooting shortly. More to come about that later. So that's that's what's up. Anyone else want to elaborate? Go ahead. Yeah, and that's also my um, my my debut with the band. My recording debut with the band will be on the. Right on. Uh, it, it was it was super cool to come in and um, be as welcomed into the band as I have been. The transition from not playing live, not doing much with my music, and to, to come in with Ash and for them to just embrace myself and my playing and. It, it, it's been a it's been a wild transition, and the song that we were releasing, uh, "Bleed," uh, was one of the first tracks that Ash sent me for when I was doing my audition to come in. And it's one of those songs that once you hear it, you have to listen to it again. And the way that we uh, progressed the song and added things to it in the final recording, I do think that this is going to be uh, at least, if not <laughs> our chance at a hit. I think it's definitely up there for it. Cool. Yeah.
Is this a lead into a, a larger project? I mean, are you, are you working on a, an EP or an album or something like that for the, the near future? Yeah, EP. So we're planning to put out, so like we already have three songs out. This will be our fourth. And then we may or may not, I'm not going to say your confirm or deny, might have another one coming soon after that. And so five tracks, there you go. That's enough for an EP. So we plan to put out an EP this spring, like an April or something. And then we're attempting to set up an EP release show sometime in May. Cool. So we got that coming and whatever we do after that will be what we do. But that much is is for sure happening. Well, maybe a question for some of you who've been around in the band for a while. Um, you know, now that you have this lineup that uh, hopefully this is your solidified lineup for, for, for the next little while, right? Um, how, how has the sound changed? I mean, listening to these recordings, uh, listening to this new song that's coming out, uh, how, how has that sort of changed uh, to you? This is really for any of you. Um, from the previous yeah. stuff that the band did, I mean, when you hear this, what, what do you, what do you, what do you think about it? What do you feel about it? How has the sound changed? Well, how, yeah, I mean, what kind of vibe like, do you get off it, right? I mean, the sound changed. Obviously, the you know we kind of mentioned uh, earlier that whole having that '80s guitar influence that's that's going to do yeah. uh, a lot to the sound. But you know, having obviously heard the band prior to this, how, how do you think it's it's progressed or, or matured or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Um... I guess maybe it's come, it's uh, become a bit more uh, more diverse in like music taste because like uh, I feel like we're all coming from kind of different sort of directions, and uh, so we all we all got a little bit uh, different things to contribute. So, um, yeah, like uh, like I think we're kind of it's our new song we're talking. Tell them about the new song we've been demoing. That's a big difference from yeah, the brand new one. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's like a whole different different direction. Uh, even like uh, kind of, uh, I could definitely hear Joe's influence in that one. Kind of uh, a bit more of the throwback to kind of a eighties kind of kind of kind of sound with that. Yeah, we we're we we're joking about because uh, we're doing was it the, the guitar? Uh, what you call it? Or guitar? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about, like Reed Curry. We're talking about how uh, you know where it's like, oh yeah, it should be guitar this guitar day whatever curry's like feels like every day is guitar day with you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's and there's like that's 50 guitars in the basement yeah well you last wasn't asked what, what is this guitar event because I, I did see when you when you messaged me about doing this podcast you mentioned something about a guitar uh event happening yeah so that's something else that's one that i set up so we i have an event at the osborne tap house on March 30th, we had a great tap house show last year, and we played the Manitoba Wild Music Awards. But we're we're going to kick it up a notch, first with Festival and then with this. So I came up with the idea of putting together three of the best shredders, in my opinion, in, in Winnipeg, and putting them all on the same stage and just letting it rip and having it be a guitar-focused night. You definitely pack people in. So it's us with Joe. And it's going to be on the fly, which I'm also in with Jamie Denor, who was also in Eternal Now before that. Okay. And then, uh, who else? Oh, yeah, Roddy Ladderbrook and the Electric. Yes, Mr. Roddy Ladderbrook is going to be on there. The Electric haven't played a show in a while, but they're going to play for this one. We got that rolling, and Joe and, and Jamie and Roddy and I are going to be meeting up sometime soon, a little later, to, to work on another surprise that we got for the end of the show. Cool. I, I promise you this is going to be very good. March 30th at the Osborne Tapos. We ain't got tickets available yet, but if we do, get them. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can guarantee you that the thing that we're planning uh, for the end of Guitar Night will probably be the most notes <laughs> at a show you will hear in a song. Because between me, Jamie, and Ronnie, that 
it's it, it didn't stay lineup, and it, I'm honored to be in that that group of people. As Ronnie Ladderbrook, when I was coming up in my career, was one of my favorite people to sit and watch yeah. play. And now to be able to play with them, it's going to be really cool. Same with Jamie. Yeah, cool. yeah. He said he's he said the same thing about you, Joe, when you joined the band. He sent you messages vouching for you, like, man, Joe's just like he's one of the best in the city. I've just been blown away. All this stuff. So. Well, I was just saying, I, I mean, I, I've seen Ronnie play. I've had him on my show a few times, too. I think he's coming back on soon, actually. Um, but, I mean, that guy was ridiculous. Like, the, the shredding is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I know. And insanity. Uh, so do you think that there's, um, like, a, uh, a kind of a desire for this kind of stuff in, in Winnipeg at the moment? Like, are, there's an audience that, that wants to see just, like, over-the-top ridiculous shredding? I think that uh, I, this city, I and me and Ronnie had the conversation about this a few years ago, that Winnipeg is going to be the next uh, music scene in the world. <laughs> so you've got you've got Toronto, you've got Nashville. Winnipeg is on its way up. There is a, a there's this huge market for uh guitar players in this in this province. Uh and I believe that it it really showcases the talent that is in this city and in this province as a whole. And as you said earlier, when you turn on the radio you don't really hear the big guitar solo anymore. I think that's gonna come back and it's gonna be a band from Winnipeg. That's going to show you that. And there's stuff, so many amazing guitar players in this province. And I, you know what? This band has two of them. Ash is just as good. And shout out to Riley Saunders. <laughs> shout out to Riley Saunders for, you know, for all the promotion of Winnipeg and the yeah. Winnipeg scene. My guy, thank you for putting us on festival and everything you've done so far. Keep up the good work. I just thought I would interject that from what you said. That's all. Is that the connection of how you got festival? Yeah, he reached out to me because he said our last single contender right around Halloween when I, we put out this A7X cover because it's like, man, A7X is my second favorite band. I love this and I love the contender thing you've been doing, like, genuinely. Yeah. You got, I'm putting together this uh, Village Idiots Festival Voyager show. You want to be on it? So I'm like, obviously I do. Let me check with everyone else. Yes, 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 and yes. So, so there we go. Once again, February 22nd. At the, at the snow tent, 6.30 p.m., and our new single, Bleed, comes out the next day. Don't miss either one. I like how you're you're plugging the show, because I usually have to ask people to, to you know, remind, remind the listeners of the details, but you got this, you got this locked down. Um, if you people like, uh, oh, like our Don being in the band, so... He yeah. needs... <laughs> you need more hair. You need, you need a bigger hair, yeah, but... <laughs>
if people are hearing about you for the first time on this podcast, what's the best way for them to sort of get initiated into what you do? I assume seeing you live would be sort of the ideal, but um, if you want to send them somewhere online to, to listen to your music or, or find out about upcoming shows, where should they go? The Facebook page. I think the Facebook page is the main center of operations. We also have, so that's Facebook slash Ashley Arsonist. We also have Instagram at Arsonist204. Twitter at Arsonist204, TikTok at Ashley Arsonist, just look up Ashley Arsonist on YouTube or Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, we're just trying to expand our presence, but if you're going to go anywhere, go to Facebook because that's the main place that we're posting our stuff. Awesome. And then, you know, obviously this being a podcast, someone could hear it the day it comes out or they could hear it two years from now. And by then, who knows what you guys are up to. Um, the Facebook will be the place to find all the show listings and, and that kind of stuff going forward. Everywhere. I mean, all Facebook them, is where you can post the events. Of course. But we always make sure to, to put that all over our, our socials, whatever we're doing, just so everybody can see it. Cool. Yeah, that's one thing that we're very serious. We've been trying to, uh, usually weekly, we'll have our, our band practice, but it also turns into a little bit of a band meeting where we kind of plan out our little, you know, our little short term goals, I'll say. Okay. Planning out our, uh, you know, what we want to do for the week, like trying to keep up with social media. Matt's good at keeping, keeping an eye on us to keep up with the socials. Good. Yeah. I'm the, I think I'm the one in the band who, uh, I kind of have a love hate relationship with social media, <laughs> but I try to keep up for the sake of the band. I try to keep up with it. Right. 